You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. We survived, ladies and gentlemen. It's game week. We have survived. Yes. We made it to week one. The Flames yeah. are back in action at Williams. Yeah. I was wondering if you had That's like what a they call back to football the cabbage game. patch. Yeah. That's a cabbage patch right now. Okay. That's old school. Okay, we're, you know... <laughs> Already off, off to the a hot start. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, back in action this Saturday, hosting Bowling Green. Everyone that is watching, send it to everyone. Everyone needs to um, fill up Williams Stadium. Yeah. We have the man himself, Jamie Chadwell, on the press right. conference. That is correct. And on, on at, the press conference, on, on the podcast. I'm sorry, on the podcast. Right. It is the Flame Central podcast. Powered, powered by, by Alcova Mortgage. Thank you, Joe, for the arriving. band is back We're together. Back. Thank you so much for um, making time to come on this the week. Kid is back. The kid um, is back. As promised, the fourth annual Flames Fantasy Draft, looking to go back to back as the no champion yeah, right. this season. We'll also take you um, to all of the updates coming from Joe Yock's and cell a great phone. Mailbag around the campus. Elite mailbag. Elite mailbag. And um, I'll also tell yeah, you right. who's perfect on the mountain. Newsflash. Not Joe Yak. Um, oh, all right, yeah. but that's, let's, a, that's a given. What is he getting at? <laughs> Someone's no perfect idea. on the mountain. Okay. A few okay. things are perfect on the mountain. Okay. Um, we have a lot to discuss on yeah. this week's podcast. Let's first talk about what we're most excited to see, whether it's a player, position group, Ooh. or just getting back Ooh. into action yeah. um, for Flames football, guys. What are you most excited about Joe Saturday. You want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm most excited to see how this defense plays. Okay. Because mm. I was, I, I, you know, really the last couple of years. The defense that Liberty put on the field was right. everybody gave the hype to Hugh Freeze and his offense, but the defenses that yeah. Liberty put on the field is what won them a lot of football games. I want to see if that same defense carries over into the Jamie Chadwell era. No, that's great. For me, I want to see this running back group. We've heard so much about Woo. the Vaughn Blues, the Quentin Cooleys, all these guys. I want to see them in action. Billy Coolhand Lucas. Billy Coolhand <laughs> Lucas. And I want to see how this offense looks yeah. because we've heard so much. We've even heard Liberty defensive coaches say, we're tired of seeing this. We want to see a normal offense. Yeah. Uh, so I want to see what this looks like. Our first taste of this Jamie Chadwell, uh, Willie Corn offense. I want to see it on Saturday. I am most excited to see who is going to be under center uh -oh. for the Flames yeah. because I, you know, we don't think that Jamie's going to announce it. Maybe he will. Come we'll on, ask. break the news. We'll ask. Just break the we'll news. But on I'm, the I'm most Central excited podcast. to see who is going to lead this offense. Yeah. Also, weather mostly sunny, high of 82, Beautiful. low of 56 on Saturday. Yeah. Perfect weather, weather for girl. some yeah. football. Yeah. So most excited to see that. Um, we have a lot to to get to right on this podcast. CUSA Week Zero. We'll go over some of those games as well. We can track, we can follow other games in a yeah. conference now. I know. How great is this? It is really exciting. But first, let's get straight well, to on, this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we do that, since you're in the intro, I'd like to present my summer travels around the nation. Yeah. I've gone to Indiana and brought home a t-shirt for Matt Warren. You did. I now went to Muscatine, no Iowa. One. Muscatine, Iowa. And I, Matt, I just got this for you, buddy. And that is incredible. That is incredible. And remember, Matt, what does it say? Waffles are just pancakes with abs. <laughs> that is beautiful. I will wear that. That's for you, no That one is unbelievable. Cares about me. That is Why fantastic. Why didn't you get me one, Joe? I love like, you, seriously, Emily. this I is just. You. I got you a flight I, that's a, I'm wearing <laughs> oh this tonight. Gosh. I'm wearing this tonight. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to burn down the GPL, JPL. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, all right. Well, whatever. That's ridiculous. I can't wait Shake to. Shake it off. Yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. No one cares. Uh, let's get to this conversation with head coach Jamie Chadwell. 
Many know him as Liberty's head football coach. Others know him as the 2023 pool basketball oh, champion. Stop it. Oh, wow. You know, you stop had the game winning shot. You right there. You yeah. Did the you hit the game winning shot? I did. You did? <laughs> yeah. It was after he tried to drown me. <laughs> yeah. I have heard a lot of stories <laughs> about that. Do you know what? We thought that you know Brad what? Queen was like, uh, like overreact or being a little dramatic about the drowning thing. And then we heard it from three other people the same yeah. story. And we're like, what? So my wife tells me after that evening, after everybody left, she says, yeah, I was standing beside one of the coaches when you were playing pool basketball. And when I had you, were, you were backing up the basket you water yeah. and I had you under the water, right? She said, wow, you're under there so long that one point one of the, one of the other coaches looked at my wife and said, we're about ready to lose our head coach. He's going to drown. <laughs> That's actually not funny <laughs> at all. No, no, he was fine. I can speak for the guys. We are so honored that you yeah. decided to come on the Flame Central podcast to announce the starting quarterback yeah. for week yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody shows up, gets a chance to see it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. What, what are your emotions and feelings going into – I know you've said a lot about there's a difference between be, having those nerves going into week one and being anxious when you're not prepared, it, and there's a big difference. Yeah, right now I think I'm, we're actually a little anxious, you know, because we, we obviously still got a few practices to go, but just uh, just making sure your team understands the importance of uh, every little thing that matters. I think our, our attitude and our effort has been great the last uh, week and a half. We just had to really focus in on some details and some of those things. That's what we've been harping on. And uh, our theme, um, I would kick him out if he was a player. I know. He our, does this every uh, week. Every our, week. Uh, our theme for the week uh, is trust. Okay. And just, you know, guys trusting, obviously trusting the staff, trusting their assignments, trusting what we're doing, the schemes. And uh, that's been a big emphasis for us. You talk about the detail. You make that shift from just camp to now focusing for a specific opponent. Is, is is what you're doing a lot more detailed? How have you seen the transition just with your team from kind of going from just general camp stuff to now it's Bowling Green staring you in the face and you're trying to plan for somebody? Yeah, what, what happens when you get to an opponent? You, when you're in camp, you're you're putting your playbooks in. Then once you get into opponent, now there's, all right, this is something off of it that's yeah. we, we've not done yet, but you can do off of it. Now that takes a little while for guys to understand because you're you're trying to scheme an opponent right. versus you're – defense or offense you're just you're calling plays and just wanting to execute and so that's the the detailed piece of understanding uh what we're trying to do but why we're trying to do it and uh just those guys taking more time to study video watch themselves what they have to do to perform at a high level over and over again you know in practice you mess it up you know we we replay it we don't get to replay on saturday and so i'm trying to make sure we don't have many replays on saturday so coach so from when you got here you know from you first arrived to now where you're at, you've had a lot of like, I mean, in many ways, you know, turmoil, a lot of roster, you know, a lot, obviously the transfer portal is crazy, but a lot of kids leaving at the transfer portal, coaching changes, so on, and, and you know, all the different stuff that's out there. What, it, what has it been for you from when you arrived to where you are now in terms of your expectations, what you thought it was, what you thought it was to be and what it actually is right now? Well, it's not, uh, it's not really close to what you thought it would be uh, yeah. to now, but and that, but that's that's really college football now. I mean, when you you coming into a, to a team or a program with the way the portal and all the different things is, you're never going to have what you think it is. And so, um, I do think we are way better from the the mentality that we want to have and our culture we want to have from December till now. Obviously, we lost a lot of really good players right. through the portal and graduation and pro draft and all those different things. And so, it's hard to replace. Um, the experience on the field with guys that are coming in the portal that that uh, uh, you might some get some more maybe more talented guys but maybe you're not getting guys that have played as much 
And so our biggest challenge now is we've got to try to implement the players. They've not played as much, but they've got to be ready to go. And that's what we're replacing the guys that we lost, play a lot of football. And that's the hardest part. But I do like uh, our group. I think we have, uh, as I said, I think our, the mentality of the group, they've bought into what we're asking them to do. Uh, and I do, I do like that our culture is at a point where I feel that'll help us continue to build going forward. Is it, is it a, if you had to give a scale on one to 10 for where you look at a football team and you say, this team is gelled. I'm sure obviously when you're at coast and other places that you've been, it's like you get to that point, like these guys are together. This team is gelled. First year program, a lot of different change. Where do you put in that scale right now with what your team is, where they're at going into this first game on how you feel they've gelled as a unit, as a team? Uh, we're not there yet. I think uh, we, we're, making strides every day. Uh, the hardest part when I think when you take over and you're trying to do some things a little differently or the way you want to do them is um, gaining trust of the team, which I think they trust us, but I also think they want to see results. It's not a blind trust. Right. And so we're not completely where I would like for us to be because I think they want to say, well, if we're doing it your way, is it going to work within a win? Right, right. You know, yeah. I think that's where some of our mentality is right now, especially with our older players a little bit, just because they went through doing a certain way and they want a certain way. Uh, we're trying to we're trying to win a different way, uh, and I think the guys that we brought in and the people, uh, our freshmen, all that they're they're in because that's yeah. what we sold them on. I think some of our older guys are still trying to say, hey, do we do we completely trust this? Right. Uh, let's see what that result works. And and I hope I think we've made great strides in that, but I still think we got I don't say holdouts, but I think we still got some guys maybe trying to see how it's going to yeah. go. And you can't have that if you're going to be successful long term because. Uh, the quote we've been using a lot, I'd rather have a thousand enemies outside the tent than one inside of it, right? <laughs> no, and so uh, and so that's the that's the main thing is getting completely sold into what we're doing. And I, I think we are closer than we've ever been, but that's why I'm so anxious right now because yeah. I, I, are, are we going to get to the point where, hey, we're trusting no matter what happens. Uh, we're obviously going to win this game, but this, not, this game, no matter what happens, win or loss, doesn't define what we're trying to do. And um, that's the that's the main focus. You told us in your press conference last week that you have most of the death chart, you know, figured out. What position groups are still up for grabs and, and you know, battling it out? Well, I think, uh, you know, I think at, at receiver, uh, we've got to get some consistency there. I mean, we've got guys that are going to play, but actually when it, and it's third down and somebody needs to play, who's going to be where and who can we who can we count on and trust? There, there's We're still developing through that. And part of that's because of some injuries and guys not being able to, get as many opportunities as we like for them to see how they respond. Uh, and then I think you're going to, you know, in our secondary, I think we'll play a lot. In defense, you play a lot of people anyway, so it's not like everybody plays the whole game. You're rotating quite a bit, but I still, I still think we've got some quality competition there at the secondary level as far as we're talking about offense and defense. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that sort of trans transitions over to special teams because uh, uh, the different things that we're doing there, there's a lot of competition where guys can get some playing time on special teams. What do you know about Bowling Green, and do you know – because they've kind of got a quarterback battle as well. Who do you expect to play quarterback for them? Well, I know they're. I know uh, if you watch them, they're they're a tough physical football team. They play with a lot of confidence. You know, they special teams wise, they blocked three punts last year. You know, they were number, they tied number two in the country at block punts. So they create a lot of opportunities on special teams. They're really good on that. If you watch them, they play hard, and I think they're very physical from a defensive standpoint. And offensively, they do, they do a lot of. Um, I would I would say sort of old school wise they use a lot of two tight ends and different things they're not they're not like a traditional spread team is spreading yeah. it out they're going to really try to come after you in the run game and so it's going to be a physical game uh, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be um, and you know our guys are preparing obviously for whoever it may be but yeah. more more than anything we talked a lot about our team it's we're playing against ourselves 
-hmm. It's about our own mindset and our belief in what we believe. And so they're really good. Uh, and this would, if we can go out and play well Saturday, that'd be great for us as far as just, uh, you know, helping us get to the point where we want to go. Um, but our main focus really has been on what we do and what we can control. If, if you had to, you look at your position groups, you know, right now, uh, defensive, offensively, where, where would you say are the, the, the strengths of those position groups? What are the, what are the top ones that, that you're mo most happy with? I would think offensive line, we have a chance there. Um, I, I would feel really good about that it. That helps. I would really, yeah. I feel, <laughs> I feel really good about it, you know, if, if, if Schlittler wouldn't, yeah. uh, uh, you know, got injured there. But I, I do think we got a chance to be pretty solid up there because we've got some older guys, guys that have played mm -hmm. some. Uh, and then um, I think our running backs have a chance to be pretty good. You know, I think we've got some talented guys there, and there's some depth there that we can put some different players in. And I think in, I think in uh, on the defensive side of the ball, you know, we've only got two guys coming back that really played right. much. Yeah. And so it's all a toss-up there. I do think we've got depth at D-line that mm -hmm. I think guys that we think are going to be solid, I think our linebackers are all right. Um, you know, we brought some guys in to provide some depth there. Uh, and then secondary, there's a lot of talented guys, yeah. just not a lot of guys that have played a lot. And so what you worry about uh, as a coach when you've got a guys that they're not playing a lot, they get fearful of making a mistake. Right. And then when you get fearful of making mistakes, you don't play free and you make more mistakes. Right. And so we're really talking a lot about that. That's where the trust comes in. Mm -hmm. That's why that's the word, just just trusting yourself, trusting what we're doing. So they can go out and, and play up to the ability they have. And if we'll do that, you know, we'll be fine. How's Kendi doing? He's doing well. You know, he's one of the leaders there uh, up front, uh, especially defense. And he's really a leader on the on and within our locker room. And um, he's he's had a good camp for us. Good. Yeah, we got some inside info on on the D line and and some some names that it, it's just going to be exciting to see because we didn't know obviously with the roster turnover. But we do the Flames fantasy draft. Mm -hmm. I won it last year, coach. If you're wondering, <laughs> but um, you know, just hearing that inside scoop, I, I'm a real insider with you know the coaching staff to to really she understand. Might have been harassing some of your assistant coaches. <laughs> That's what you have to do in order. There has to be some sort of like journalist around here with these guys, um, but. Week zero for CUSA. Did you watch any of the games? Are you big on watching the games um, this I past weekend? You know what? Uh, I saw some highlights or something. Obviously, uh, we practiced that Saturday. And then uh, after you get done with that, you know, you, that's probably your last weekend for family time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. realistic. So try to do some some things there with that. I saw I saw the last maybe two minutes of the New Mexico State, uh, I think, UMass game. Yeah. Saw a little bit of that. I, I've, I've tried to see some of the scores a little bit, but um, I didn't pay a lot of attention to it. Uh, it's raining today. I saw you guys practicing. You guys had guys outside. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you this. Joe Yock cares about, so he's about three things in his life. <laughs> Giving people the best rates he can yeah. on a home mortgage. Yeah, not, good point. Uh, providing yeah. the best. JPL. Uh, yeah, pickleball <laughs> league slash, you know, athletic compound that he possibly can. And practicing outside. He is all about that. Yeah, you got to practice in the rain. Is that, is that something that you try to take advantage of when you have conditions like today? You want to get out there. You're not just tucked away in the nice, warm, cozy indoor. Yeah. You try to make your guys a little bit uncomfortable at times. Well, I think, one, you, you play outside. Right. So, uh, two, never having an indoor. I really don't know how to use it as much, so I'm always thinking we're just outside. It's great to have it. If it would have been a downpour, we'd have definitely been inside just because I think the I think today the quality of practice would have been more important than being out in the mm. elements. Uh, but it wasn't terrible. But I do believe in practicing outside. You know, during the spring, we had some cold weather and some rain. We were outside all the time. There you go. Uh, um, you know, because one, I just, I just don't want us to have any excuse. We're going to play in hot weather. We might play in the snow. We might play in rain. And I don't want it to be an excuse for why, hey, we didn't perform well. If we, if we don't, 
it's not going to be because we didn't prepare for yeah. it. You got to be able to throw the ball in the rain. Yeah. You got to be able to catch the ball in the rain. You got to be able to secure the ball in the rain. You're going to have a rain game. Yeah. And if you don't practice in it, then don't complain if you fumble all over the place and you mess the whole thing up. So all right, some of these guys like these indoor things. Indoor facilities are for recruiting. Get, rain game, rain practices are for winning. All That's right, Co- what do you want to ask Coach about the defense? Let's, he, he, it's game week. Oh, oh yeah. So like, I would say, I would say. I really have to give him a rundown. No, 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 this, this is good. I would say like, one of the things here, you know, over the past, obviously, this is this is your era. You're moving forward. But one of the things that it was really exciting for me was to see, throughout the years recently, especially as they changed in, in, into the FBS, is how much the defense improved and how hard they played and how they they got after the football. And so, you know, my number one thing was I'm looking forward to is just to see those guys let loose and be able to play at that high level. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel as if this defense is ready for that? And that, Or is what you said, you got some young guys that may be more concerned about making mistake than just letting it go and playing football. Where, where do you feel you're at with that right now? Well, I do think, you know, the defense over the last – Several years have played really well. Last, I think, yeah. two years were top 15, and mm-hmm. you know, in the country. Which so there's a there's a great standard there, and we have some guys, as I said, that played in that and expect that standard. But the majority of those guys over there don't know what that standard is. I do think you will see us play hard, go after the football, play aggressive. Uh, but I am anxious right now about guys wanting to do perfect, and be so consumed with doing it perfect and not making a mistake that they paralyze themselves yeah. a little bit, you know, Paralysis and, by correct. and so we're, you know, we've worked hard on that. I, I think we've got a good staff, uh, over there. I think we've got quality leaders, uh, that have played a lot of football over there uh, on that side of the ball. And we do have talented individuals. It's just playing hard. And then the biggest, I think the biggest concern I have right now is just in general is when we get punched in the face. Yeah. Are we going to punch back? Mm-hmm. You know, are we going to get down and uh oh, what's going on? Or are we just going to keep, you know, our, our big thing is striking? So are we going to keep doing that? Yeah. Just don't because it's not about focusing on the scoreboard. It's about what we can control, and so that's really big. Our, our big emphasis is just what can we control? Let's do it the best for our ability, and then if we do that, then I feel good about what will happen on the scoreboard. Do you feel as if with this Bowling Green game in specific, where you say, hey, they they play tight ends? They're coming at you. They want to run. This is going to be a physical football game, which which in a day and age where it's, to be honest with you, it's not. It's become spread it out, create space, get the ball in space, and these guys line up and come after you as you head into this week of preparation. Do you feel you feel confident that you can that you can stop these guys? I do. I think we've had. You know, we we try to. I don't say try. We we pride ourselves on a be a physical team on both sides of the ball. We we practice that way, and so uh, this will be a big challenge to see if we're ready for that or not. And I, I do believe that we've prepared that way from a physical standpoint. Now it's going to come down to, do we believe in what we're doing enough to keep doing it over and over? Because they're not, they're not going to stop. They're going to keep running right at us. Do. And uh, do we have enough when it's in the fourth quarter, if it's hot or the weather, whatever it may be, do we have enough uh, trust in each other that we're going to keep fighting for each other? You know, And so that's our biggest, biggest focus. Last thing for me, talking about the defensive side, on game day, how do you see the responsibilities divvied up on your coaching staff in terms of calling the defense? And as a head coach that's you know, thought of as more of an offensive guy, how much input, how much do you kind of chime in within a game itself on the defensive side of the ball? Uh, coach McGee and you know Coach Krantz will handle the the play calling for us on defense on game day. Uh, there, they both uh, both have been doing that now since uh, in the spring. 
uh, in, in spring and handling that. So they've done a good job with that, of communicating and who's who's watching what. So I, I have 100% confidence in them. Uh, the only thing I typically try to focus on, uh, I, I don't. I know I know enough defense to hurt somebody. That's about it. So I don't. I try. <laughs> I try not to yeah. do something. I'm not. But what I look for are we are we playing hard? Are we are we playing with unbelievable effort? And are we not doing foolish things? Like I, I get upset if we jump off sides. Yeah. You know, foolish penalties, things of like that on both sides of the ball. If we're playing hard, and there's a penalty here for somebody playing hard. We'll figure that out. But I really focus on those things. And then really the the management of it as far as. Hey, am I anticipating would they go forward here on fourth yeah, down right. if I was on their shoes? Or, right. hey, look for a trick play? You know, some of those things sure. from that standpoint. Uh, but I let them call it. I trust that they, again, I, I know enough to, I'll say, hey, run this, and it'll probably be a, you know, a touchdown, <laughs> so I don't want to ever do that. So, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but when you came to the mountain and you talked to us about, like, the celebrations post-game in the locker room, mm-hmm. who was responsible for that this week? So, um, Coach Durkin. Very important. Durks! Coach Durkin. Durks. Coach Durkin, Durks. Is, is, he's got the championship for the week. Uh, he obviously coached at Bowling Green for a That's while. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that was part of the reason uh, there. But the, he has he has it this week. He presented to the team Saturday what the what we're playing for and um, and so they know it and that's what we're hopefully hopefully we'll be able to celebrate it. It's exciting. Yeah. We're going in the fire with Coach Chadwell this week. So you gotta make sure you uh, tune into Flame Central to check that out and maybe right. we'll be able to get some of that celebration. But we'll we'll, we'll see. I'm gonna get in trouble. I've got trouble with Peyton. That's right. I've got trouble with We'll take care well we'll take care of you coach. Right. We're just excited to see and I'm sure you are too what a game day looks like here mm-hmm. right. on the other sideline, yeah. right? Where yeah. you don't have the students on your back, you know, screaming at you just to see what this place looks like packed out. And hopefully we get that on what should be a perfect Saturday. Yeah, we, we hope, hopefully all of our fans will show up. We need all the community. It's going to be a, it's going to be a beautiful day. And, and uh, I, I'm, I'm confident you'll see us play hard and play uh, for each other. Joe, you got anything awesome. else? One last thing on oh, special gosh. teams. Mm-hmm. Kyle Cranston, especially I've talked to Kyle a few times, just like, you know, what will be a little bit of a different look with your special teams this year? I know you guys are, you know, really focused on trying to be good in that area of, of football. So what, what should we expect from that? Nobody ever talks about that much. Yeah, you know what, uh, Coach and, and the staff has done a good job of we're, we're trying to let those guys over there, uh, we feel like we're pretty athletic and really letting those guys uh, play within their ability. And so uh, giving them some base things and then letting them – go do what they can do well. Uh, hopefully you'll see us be very aggressive, you know, coming after things. Yeah. I, I would describe we want to be aggressive. Nice. Uh, and so uh, in all facets, that's what we're going to try to be. Nice. Awesome. Cool. So yeah. excited sure. for the Chadwell yeah. era to begin. Go to lufootball.com if you haven't gotten your tickets and come out and support your Flames oh, this wait, Saturday. Noon kick. What's, what is your ideal kickoff time? Yeah, do you have you one? Like, does, it, does it matter to you? So your he's choice. an early morning guy. Coaches. Yeah. You like that uh, biggest secret for coaches. We want it early as yeah. possible. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. I was, when I was at Charleston Southern. Yeah. We, we kicked off 11:45. Okay, okay. Because I wanted to be on. I wanted to be on that little ticker at ESPN yeah. before game day went off. Yeah. You know? So, but uh, players want night games. Yeah. Which I get. Mm-hmm. I get. I'm not. I'm not against that. But as far as coaches, you know, if you got a night game, you sit around all really day. all day Saturday, yeah. and you watch another games, and, and it's fine. But you'd look. To, uh, you'd love to get at yeah. it right yeah. now. But I think if players had their ideal one, it'd probably be like 3:30 tonight. You know, yeah. just because. But for coaches. Earliest possible. Noon All right, kick. here we go. I think, kick I, think, I think we're the same as broadcasters. Not like that ever matters or that yeah, we have an input us. whatsoever. <laughs> but but I think, you know, we hopefully our fans will show up. But yeah. whoever gets the most people here, we'll kick it off whatever time. Yeah, yeah. sounds yeah. great. All right, Coach, thanks so Thank much y'all. for your time. Fair Appreciate enough, it. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate y'all. Huge shout out to Coach Chadwell for yeah. spending some of his, you know, game week prep coming on the Flame Central podcast. 
Powered yep. by Alcova Mortgage. Powered by yes. Alcova Mortgage. Um, I don't know. How are we feeling, guys? I think I, that this is what every coach feels right. going into week, week one. Week one, especially in a new place. I feel yeah. like everybody just kind of wants to not get this one behind you, mm. but in some ways you just want to see what you have. Get in, you know, get in the real situation under the lights, or it'll be at noon, so not at a Yeah. But, like, just get it. Okay, got that under our belt. Now let's move forward. So, yeah, there's that kind of extra anxiety he was talking about going into game number one. Also, you've had the quarterback battle all, you know, all camp long, Spring, and ball, as, yeah. if it's been as close as they say, there's probably a little anxiety of, like, we told the guy who's QB1, we hope we made the right choice. Like, all of that factoring in, uh, I think you just want to get this one under your belt. Here, 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 here's what I think the bottom line is, is that there's two words, anxious and pressure, Yeah. right? And, and that is this. From the moment that Liberty University joined the FBS, okay, they've been successful. They had success, bowl game, bowl game, program continuing to build. Top 25. Top 25, more people in the stands, yeah. better facilities. Everything that they've done has been successful. So this isn't a situation where you walk in and go, hey, I'm taking over a 2-10 a, a program. Sure. It's a situation where you're taking over a really good program, and the expectation levels are already very high from a fan base perspective. Yeah. And, and so, so yes, I mean, of course, right? He hasn't seen his product play a game yet. And so you're going to feel anxious. There's going to be pressure there because the expectations are very high. Yeah. And, and so it's it's very natural. It's not only it's not only coming into a program and taking over a successful program that he hasn't been through that before, but it's also like a different age with with football, with the uh, transfer portal, Correct. like you talked about. Like you haven't had like a set roster in how long, right? Like really since you've been here, yeah. except through camp. But then have you? Because then all these injuries through yeah. camp. So it's just I think that that's adding to the anxiety. Sure. Um, but let's just play some football. Let's just Can we just football. get out there, yeah. hit somebody in the mouth, the, the let's tee. play some football. Right. Everybody so. will feel a lot better. You get that first hit out of the way, let's go. And, I, and, and Coach Comment. did say that he's kind of like, I'm calling him Chicken Little, like with like the world is ending. Isn't that yeah. Chicken Little? Yeah. Um, yeah the sky is falling sky type is falling. thing. Yeah. Um, but maybe this team will surprise him, you know, with, with their effort. And, well, and, and every coach is like this. Every coach. Every yeah, coach you know, but in his defense, his defense, like, once again, taking over that winning program, yeah. and then and – then, it, it, most winning programs, unless somebody's graduated and there's next guy, there's uncertainty at the quarterback sure. position. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Wh who is going to – whichever guy you do pick, yeah. right, will that guy play well? If he doesn't play well, yeah, how guess. long How long yeah. do you How long do you go with that guy? Then you got the next guy that you didn't pick. So, I mean, there's just a lot of uncertainty there that will get worked out. What I've, I've been saying this since day one is that I really believe the defense is going to have to carry the offense through some rough waters. Yeah, mm -hmm. you've said that, 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 that especially that, the first yeah. few weeks. The first few weeks, and if and they'll eventually sort it out, yeah. right. and eventually they'll settle in, and eventually things will be fine. But it 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 the defense is going to have to step up and play really well, especially this Bully Green team. When he talks yeah. about you know, the day and age of playing, you know, two tight ends and coming out, you smash old school smash mouth football. You don't see a lot anymore. So. That can wear on you. You got you. The defense is going to have to step up big time in this game. Okay, before we get to the Week Zero games in the CUSA, real quickly, um, getting through Week One, this first game, is it more important and valuable for those coaches to have that film or players to just 
really get out there and hit somebody else other than your own teammate. Oh, boy. I think with this team, it's it's hard to pick between the two because you have a lot of players that haven't done it either. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about those young guys on the defensive side. Like, yes, the coaches want to see film on them. Yeah. These guys just want to see, can I play at this level? Right. Like, you have right. that. And until you do it, you kind of have that nagging doubt a little bit. Like, can I be as good as I think I can? So I think, I think it's a little bit of both where it's like, man, we haven't seen a like you start just going down the roster and we'll get to our flames fancy draft in a minute mm-hmm. when we went through that exercise of kind of like uh, what would a draft look like who would we pick and that's part of the fun of it you start realizing like dude there's <laughs> not many guys that have done you know significant things on the field right especially on the defensive side of the ball yeah. he said we basically two guys that have played a lot of defense you know played a lot so I'm usually clueless this and unprepared, but this year I'm really just excuse. at a whole nother <laughs> yeah, level. You have an excuse. <laughs> Liber- Liberty's, Liberty's truly going to be that team. You know, you say make your most improvements from week one to week two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that I think this year could be. And you want them to go play well. So yeah. I, you go out and play well. Yeah. Win the football game. Right, yeah. but I think you will see a massive improvement from week one to week two. There's no style points. There's no style if points. You just find a way. Out a 17-14 yeah. win on yeah. Saturday. We're all happy, yep. and like you said, you go back to the drawing board and figure out how can we improve for week two. You just got to grind it out. 100%. All right, so week zero CUSA games, UMass put up 28 points UMass in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, our boy. UMass looks like, not like the UMass we've seen no. for the last decade. Yeah. Diego Pavia, you know. Struggled a little bit. Struggled a little bit. Uh, yeah. UMass took that one 41 to 30. By the way, Emily Austin, did you notice that the the – Sideline reporter was doing in-game coach interviews. In, coach interviews. Yeah. After each quarter. Can I say something Can we get about you that? To do that? Can I say something about that real quick? Uh, w- did you get a lot of information from no. the coach? No. Yeah. Okay. Coaches, okay. I was, so, so, I was very so surprised that, that, that they would do that. That to me is it's cool, great. Like I'm getting the most exclusive <laughs> in-game <laughs> content. Awesome. Yeah. Well, guess what? what? You never get anything. anything good. Like whenever you right. have to do that in the NBA. Oh, like they're, you know, like yeah, doing really the huddle after the first quarter. Yeah. They, you get forward. Everyone is taking the Popovich approach what it was. with that. The UMass coach, when they, Don Brown, when they talked to him, it was basically just like, yeah, we just need to finish. We just need to finish this one out. Need to finish it out. Like, that's what you, you get. You get nothing. Like, that's all you got. You nothing. It's already enough. It's already yeah. enough um, inside. I no, I already think it's good enough to get the halftime stuff, right, you know, so yeah, and then the postgame stuff. The, the after the quarters, like, sorry, let them do their sorry, job. She's with in-game interviews like you are with practicing sorry. in the no, rain. No, no, no. Like, I'm just, like, very – I know I'm very worked up, but it's just, like, I understand that the media needs to do their job, but in my opinion, it's already a stretch. Can I say my piece on this? It's already, it's already enough getting the post game stuff and all the interviews throughout the week. Let the man do his job in a game. That is not the time for media interviews. Cool. Whoever thought of that? Louisiana Tech took down FIU 22 to 17. I just think it's a little ridiculous. Louisiana Tech's an interesting team to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is it LA Tech or Louisiana? La Tech. LA Tech. And they LA Tech. What is this? What's that like? That's LA Gear. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, And they've got the transfer quarterback. I don't think La Tech. Transfer quarterback from Boise State, Hank Bachmeyer, who he threw for 333 yards, 44 pass attempts. Uh, so they slung it around the yard a little bit. So that's good. And their receiver, who I think was a preseason special teams player of the year, Smoke. Smoke Harris, 155 yards receiving and a touchdown. So they're going to be an interesting team to watch this year. And finally, what a great game it was between Jack State and UTEP. Yeah, uh, down to the Rod. final play, it was Jeremiah Harris who uh, right, ended it with an incredible yeah. interception there. Yeah. Welcome. 
yeah. to the FBS. Yeah. That's their. That's it, right? Well, you come okay. in there, Rich Rod gets a win. That's big. Final score on that one, 17-14. They have a good history. They a good they've history. they've a winning program for a long time. It should be interesting. We we were talking yeah. before we started recording the the podcast. Like it's just exciting that we are Liberty's part of a conference right. now, and we get to follow along with these other schools to to see how this this conference is going to shake out with all the, the new faces and, yeah. and all that. So they do the full conference championship football game. It's a whole yep. dog and pony whole dog show. And pony show. All right, wow. we have a great mailbag coming up ahead. But mailbag. first, do we want to just roll in our Flames fantasy Boom, or do we want to go through it? Let me just it? roll through it real roll fast. Roll through okay. it. We'll do it real fast, okay? We'll go round by round and you yeah. make a quick comment. First overall okay? pick. First, Joe had the first pick. So this is what Shocker we do. Pick. Five players, three offense, two defense, we no quarterbacks. You know the deal. Joe went number one pick, Vaughn Blue, freshman running back, true freshman. Bang. Emily goes Quentin Cooley, running that's back. Well, that's what you're saying, just We're bang? Rolling. We're rolling. I go We're Billy rolling. Lucas, running Billy back. Billy Coolhand Lucas. Three running backs off the bat. What does that say? Billy Coolhand Lucas. It says guy. maybe we don't have a lot of confidence outside of the running back room right now, which <laughs> uh, Jamie Chadwell said is one of the strengths, right? Yeah. Well, he likes a lot that. of injuries yeah. at that yeah. receiver. Yeah, so position. there's a lot of question marks elsewhere. Uh, my, my line is Quentin Cooley, the bowling ball. You know, you took Von Blue. You're feeling blue after uh, that yeah. pick because you should have gone with Cooley. That's my boy, Blue! That pick is That's going my to boy be blue. a strike yeah. for EA. So then, second round. second round, I went with Elijah Smoot, transfer wide receiver. You know what? I'm going to tell this right now. Yeah. That's the dark host pick. That's the dark host pick of the league yeah. right there. M took CJ Daniels, wide receiver. He's been dinged C4. up. He's been dinged C4. up. Got to get him out of the way healthy. He's going to be explosive. Okay. All right. They can watch the, the, your one liners if they want to. <laughs> and then Joe took Bentley Handshot. Go ahead. To take a ride in my Bentley Handshot. There you go. <laughs> Uh, third round, Noah Frith. I think we, I yeah. think, we think that we're funnier yeah, than what For sure. Yeah. No doubt about it. <laughs> Joe took Noah Frith. Noah Frith. Can I get a skinny mo caramel mochiata with a <laughs> shot of Frith on top? No, you butchered that. <laughs> I butchered that. You totally butchered that. I totally mochiata. butchered that. I don't even know you what that is. You didn't even know what that is. I didn't even know what that is. I didn't even know what that is. I went with Candy you, Charles. Candy Charles. <laughs> New number this year, number nine. So they're calling him K9. Those quarterbacks are going to have a rough Game with him on the line. Back-to-back <laughs> linebackers, Tyron Dupree, Jerome Jolly. She went Austin Henderson back to the tight end. Quentin Reese lasted later than maybe we thought he would, so he yeah. went in the fourth round. That's and then finally, pickup, Ryan Whitehead, Ryan a name Whitehead. to remember oh, as the defensive end spot. Defense They're high on him. Emily went with Brylan Green. That pick was money. I rounded it out with <laughs> Kylan Austin at the receiver spot. So we'll be tracking this all year long, like we always do, updates on the podcast, and we're also allowing True. us to switch out players We've had some agents. problems, and people have suggested they're like, yeah. if you just get stuck with a guy who yeah. gets hurt or not playing. Yeah. So after week four, we can basically go into onto the waiver wire, swap yeah. out. And after week eight, yeah. also if a guy gets injured and replace is out, so we can just replace him at that point. So, Brylan Green, you think that Joe oh, Yock is a uh, mean green no, mortgage I'm the machine? Lean no. Green no, you're well, not lately. Okay. <laughs> what, are you what does that mean? I don't, guys. Can we get to the mailbag? Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, let's just let me go around the campus real Thank quick with some updates. Men's soccer, big win over St. Peter's in the home opener. Um, the Peacock. 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 Um, Michael Huss scored with 32 seconds left in that one to give the LU the win. Uh, good showing in that game. If you want to come out again and support the Flames, they, they play um, Belmont Abbey tonight at 7 p.m. Women's soccer on a roll. 4 0 to start the season. Um, uh, they're at Longwood Thursday, West Virginia on Sunday. Right. Field hockey, 
Uh, there's they Pack started this season. Yep. Pa- yeah, yeah, I guess I guess that's working, or yeah, it's it's they, still they have a tough happening. one tomorrow night. Who they got? Yes, at they, number six UVA at, at Virginia. Oh, yeah, Virginia. Yeah, so um, we have some my moments that are coming out for um, field hockey that are really good. I think that uh, Liberty's still ranked number 14 in the country, so hopefully that'll move them up with those two wins to start the season. Volleyball swept all of their comp- uh, competition to start the season, so they're starting off 3-0. and When I started off the podcast at the beginning, who's perfect on the mountain? Well, all of the women's sports currently wow. are perfect on the mountain. Strong, so that's so. pretty cool that's pretty um, way to start off the year. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Mailbag, and then we'll end the show with bold predictions. Go. We do the honors. Every time I make it up. Thank you. Great showing in the mailbag this week. Remember, Flame Central at Liberty.edu. We're going to send out some of these mugs this week. I can tell you that right now. We have some great, great questions. Let's start with our guy, Nick Pretty. I think he already has a mug. Why you got to be so pretty? All right. He wanted to know, and we've kind of of answered this already. He asked, who could be a big wide receiver surprise? We think Smoot could could be that guy for the Flames. Not Kylan Austin. I think Kylan Austin will, um, yeah. you know, have a, a good year. And then who's the other sleeper that we were thinking that we were thinking or talking about at practice? Really hard worker. Really hard worker. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Love him. Listen, great, kid, great kid. Good attitude. Come puts I his hard hat on. On and off the field. Mo- great motor. Gets in and out of his breaks. Well. <laughs> high points hands, the football. Someone please. Willing to do the dirty work. So, please uh, fill my role. We'll, we'll figure it out for next week. I, what, I don't know. What, I don't remember who you're I'm talking. I'm telling you right now. Smaller guy. We were just you told that he he might have a big role because of how hard he works on the, in this offense <laughs> and with the wide receivers. Go down the list. We got I know, yeah, we'll get, we'll figure that. We'll figure I don't out. remember. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I'm right, telling whatever. you, though, I'm telling you the answer to that question. Yeah. The, I think the use of the tight ends in this offense is going to be that one of the, be one of the key points. Henshaw, Bentley, Bentley, Bentley Henshaw yeah. is going to have a big year. I can't watch I, Bentley Henshaw. Don't, I, I'm so mad at Stay myself right there. now. If Doug, you know, had yeah. a roster behind the, okay. the scene, right. I'm just Next joking. question. <laughs> Next question. This comes to us from Bruce. Bruce had a whole whole bunch of questions, one of which was, will Joe Yock take over coaching duties if Liberty adds a pickleball team? I think you've said before you're first in line for that. You know, I put a lot of thought into that. Lately, (laughs) Yeah, I have. And if Liberty was to go, if Liberty was to go club ball, club pickleball, I think I could lead that program. You position yourself. I I think I could lead that program eventually. I'm not going to say it's going to happen overnight. Right. Right. It's going to take time. I'm a, pro- I'm a program you're builder. You're kind of guy. Right. Program. I think eventually I could lead it to a D1. You're the Jerry Kill. It's, it's going to. Thank yeah. you. Right. What did you say? The Jerry, Jerry Kill. Jerry of, Kill. Uh, the He's New Mexico <laughs> State coach. Uh, yes. The answer to that question. All right. Here's a good question. Yeah. This comes to us from Noah Johnson. Uh, how much faith do we have in our field goal unit this year? Ooh. Nick Brown, and yeah. who else is up for that job? I mean, he's yeah. the one that I mean, Nick and, Brown's gonna be did the all guy. the work last year. So, yeah. um, you know, how much faith does any Buddy team have? have? I mean, yeah, it, college kickers. College kickers, you never quite know. Here's all you want. You just want from, like, 40 and in consistency. If, you're, if you can have the leg to give yourself a prayer from 50, great. In certain situations, you can run them out there. But more importantly is, can you be consistent from, like, 40 in it? Yeah, we didn't see much uh, confidence Listen, this in is, that what was the name of the question? question. Uh, Noah. Noah. Noah Let's get dragged with Noah. Yeah. Noah, here's how this is going to play out. And you ask yourself, in the season, you just remind everybody that, oh, yeah, by the way, I heard that first at Yachtel. Right? right? Nick Brown goes 
16 for 19 for the season, has a great, great season, yeah. doesn't miss an extra point. That's great. There Kicking units you would, be and, great. and you know what? Jamie Chadwell, if you're still here, he'd yeah. sign for that right now. He'd sign for he'd that right now. All right, so there next, you go. Next That's question uh, from Jeff. Jeff was the guy I ran into outside of practice that, that day from Pennsylvania. Oh, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jeff. Uh, he guy. wants to know, you know, Malik DeMario in the NFL, which player on the current roster has the potential to go to the NFL within the next year or two? Mm, that's a really good um, question. Can I yes. go first? Go. Xavier yeah, go. Gadlin. Okay, that's a good. I think it's yeah, Gadlin. That's yeah. good. That's um, good. Maybe Kendi? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I think you look – Physically, yeah, you look me, at Quentin Reese that. and you say, say Boy, physically, yes. you're like, that dude looks like an NFL player. Now it's got to translate. Yeah. You need mm -hmm. to have a dominant season. Yeah, that, the name that popped in my mind is Quentin Reese yeah. because of his length, his ability to run, he's, he, he can still tackle downhill. I think he's good enough in, in the cover. But once again, uh, you look at him athletically, yes, you say yes. But he's going to have to string together. Is he a junior or a senior? He's a senior. He's a senior, so mm -hmm. this is it. So he's, he's going to have to put together a really good year to have the opportunity. But I think from looking body perspective that he's got the best opportunity. All right, last question. This comes to us from Tim. And he asks, can we do the podcast with a live audience on campus? Oh, it's about, why, why hasn't this been brought up earlier? Well, I don't. I think we can do the, no, Here's the key to this. Yeah. Don't we, talk to me about logistics Here's the either. key. We have to do it somewhere where a large crowd has already gathered for something else. I Just to guarantee I would, that we have some I people would say, I would say that we could do it anywhere and a large crowd would gather. I don't know. Do you think? <laughs> no, I doubt I don't it. So. I doubt it. I don't no, I'm so. with you on that. But let's, let's take it to I'll the street. Tim, just, Tim, just send me a text. Streets. We'll just let you in the door any Monday morning you want to come. Like, is that, does that work for you? <laughs> you can see Will help get, get Yeah, we'll put, you on, the, you, we'll can, put you on the show. You can co-host. I don't, you know, like. Sibley. Oh, Trey Trey on Sibley. Sibley. That's it. Took all this oh. time. She could, yes, Sibley. Trey I'm on like, Sibley. Yeah, I'm, I, she has been listening question. to everything we said. No, I do uh, think that we should. Yeah, yeah every, all the things yeah, we Trey said. Trey on Sibley. Trey on Sibley. Good kid. Thank you. Yeah, good, there good you go. Um, no, life. I do think it'd be fun to do a live podcast. We talked about doing that for fall camp this year. We go for live from 105. Remember we used to do that. Oh my gosh, that was a talk about a train wreck. You know what? How about this? Hold on. How about this? If, really if Liberty makes the Conference USA championship game, yeah. why don't we try to do a, a podcast live from there? Let's do it. Let's from do it. From the championship? How, is the championship game just whatever? It's home sites. I think it's like. Oh, so it's not a neutral site. it's not a neutral. I didn't know yeah. if it was neutral. So you're telling me the Conference USA championship game could be right here at Williams Stadium? Uh, we got a long way to go, Joe. We're, we're taking one, play, one game at a time, one play at a time. You know? We're just, we're just, we're not getting ahead of ourselves. We're just trying to win right. each and every win play. Win the day. We're just trying right. to win the day. We're trying to win Monday right now. You know, um, and if we don't turn over yeah. the football, right. we're going to give ourselves a chance. Yeah, to win. that's it. All right, bold <laughs> predictions. Let's go. Oh, right. I'm going to write them down. You know what? We're going to do a better job. We're gonna do a better job of keeping track of this year. Don't let me lose this piece of paper. Come on, Matt. You right. got. You Don't good let job. me lose this piece of paper. You know what? I'm just gonna email Famous it to myself right words. now. Right now, I'm just gonna email right, it to um, myself. Who's going We're bold done. predictions go. first? Um, go ahead, Joe Yak. Because you want I me know. to go first? Yeah, go ahead with your bold prediction. Or All I right. can if you're not ready. I'm gonna go. My bold prediction is gonna be that freshman Von Blue has a uh, rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. Wow, okay. Two touchdowns for the freshman in his first game. No, can I tell you what Emily's going to say right now? She's like, where's the bold in that? I mean, good night. This is what you, this way you get every yeah, week. No, I was going to say, what's, what's, are, are you doing her. a score? Oh, oh we're doing a score. No, bold predictions. No, bold predictions is for, just bold predictions just just for bold. player. Okay. And then we'll come back to score predictions. Okay. What's your bold um, prediction? I'm going to say 
that Caden Salter is your name in your QB one. I'm naming my QB one as Kate. I okay. I have not been at practice. Yeah. I clearly don't work Fridays. Um, well, I work, <laughs> I can, but I'm not physically. I can confirm that. So I have not. I was not at practice, so I literally have no idea. But I'm just my gut. Your is gut's telling, telling me you. Salter oh, that, that's, um, that, that would is be. going to have three rushing touchdowns. Wow. And we don't even know if he's playing yet. Yeah, I know. Right. So that, That's that's how bold. bold. That how be. bold is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know yeah. he's starting and you're you're giving a bold prediction. That is what That's that bold. is bold That's in bold. bold, That's bold. in italics just... and underlined with a font right. of 20. All right. My bold prediction is the defensive side. Yeah. We're going to see what we saw early last year. Get after the quarterback. 5 sacks. Three turnovers forced. Wow. Defense is going to put the hammer wow. down, and they're going to save the day. Finally, and no someone does a bold Offense will do just enough to pull it. it. I think Liberty's going to win 17-14. Wait, that can't happen if I have three That's touchdowns. true. That would be tough if Salter ran for three touchdowns. The math doesn't quite add up. Yeah. Uh, I have got to get smarter yeah. before this 18, next one. Yeah, right. Three minutes extra points. Which goes against your Nick Brown thing. Yeah. Everything's yeah. getting blown up. Whatever. Right why do you, right, why do you watch score, this? Yeah, why is anybody saying, watching? Who wants to come see this live? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, this is bad. Yeah. I actually had a rundown this week, though. Well, give me a score. So I guess 28 um, 27. Oh, Whoa! Wow, wow thrilling. Seems to be close. Matt, do we have a spread on this game? Uh, yeah. I have not I like seen it. I, yet. I, I have not seen. I'll, I'll look into that. Yeah, that spread. Okay. Give me, give me your score. Matt. Um, no, give. He's looking at okay, the, the spread up. You know what? I can't believe I said. I think the Flames. I think the Flames uh, come out fired up, ready to play. They handle this. They handle their business, and I'm going to go with 31-17 Flames. 31-17 Flames. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, according to. ESPN right now, it's Liberty favored by nine and a half. Oh, so that's bigger that's, that's than a bigger I spread expected. Than I uh, I'm going to go with uh, Liberty 17, Bowling Green 13. Wow, final. this is a low, yeah. low scoring, low scoring game. early part of the year. Does that math work? That math works. Okay. You saw it. <laughs> you saw it in a couple of those in like the UTEP, Jacksonville State, and the FIU, Louisiana Tech. Low scoring offenses trying to feel it out. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be low scoring. All right, guys, thanks so Yeah, I guess I should have thought of my final score before I did my bold prediction. You sent out mugs. That is mugs how. Out. Out I'm going to send door. out some mugs. There's yeah. mugs going some, out. Out the door. If you a question, there's a good chance you're getting a mug. Um, that was some great stuff, guys. Thanks so much for actually showing up this week, Joe. I that what Football's back, guys. I am oh, just so pumped. Quickly. Quickly. No podcast Monday, Labor Day, oh, right? Labor Day. So we're going to shoot for a Tuesday podcast. And then as we stated earlier, I think, in October, we're hoping to go the day after those midweek games. Oh, right if Joe, after. if we can fit into Joe's schedule, let's, uh, let's do it. Uh, instead let's do it. of waiting until the Friday. next week. Ooh, yeah, there is going to be one for tomorrow. Yeah, we'll that. we'll, we'll get him on the Zoom. Yeah. She can no, Zoom from home. <laughs> yeah, from the lake. Yeah. No, no. All right. Thanks hey, so much yeah. for it's listening or watching. Season, let's baby. It's football season. Be sure you get out to Williams Stadium to do support it. the Flames and Jamie Chadwell and the staff. Look for you us know, while we're out there. Joe's going to be oh pregame show. Last thing. Oh my gosh. Last last thing. I know it's a long podcast. New pregame show this year. It's streaming on the Liberty Flames Twitter, X, Facebook, and YouTube, YouTube channels one hour prior to kick. Joe Yock is going to be featured on the desk this week, so you're going to want to see that. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's going to be amazing. amazing. So tune in, and if you're in the stadium early, Come on out. You can say yeah, hi to Joe. The um the set for the pregame show and the postgame show the is in the concourse. south. Yeah. 
East corner. Emily couldn't um, add three touchdowns, so I'm a little concerned with the direction. South, no, uh, trust me. Okay. Southeast corner of the stadium. Come by the set and say hello yeah. to the guys and be sure you tune in. It's going to be great. They have yeah. some exclusive content, you know, like how we want to talk to uh, coaches and players right before um, <laughs> Joe, our duck just went down <laughs> behind the cameras. He needs to go sit down. Come by the um, Flame Central free game show. Powered by Alcova Mortgage. Bang! Wow.